0: Hi, Day 11. Good afternoon. Episode 11.
1: Episode 11. Yes.
0: How you doing today?
1: I am. I'm good. That's what I like to hear. Today, beautiful day. First off. Yes. Second off, I've been very productive.
0: You have done all the things. Please fill in the
1: listeners. I have fed Popeye, cleaned out his litter box. Hell yes. Did some dishes. Yep. Made breakfast. I love it. Turned over some of the laundry that's out there still drying because it's still wet. (laughs) Um, That was just
0: yesterday that you did it though, right? Yes, Okay, all right.
1: Um, I have done a little work on the social social medias because she's still trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah, so follow us, Diaries (laughs) of a COVID-19 Affair, like us, all that fun stuff.
1: We're on Facebook. Yes. I'm working on the YouTube.
0: Hell yeah.
1: We have the Instagrams. I love it. We have the email. That okay. Oh, we have the email. email. I'm trying to think if there's anything I think else. That's it. I think that. Okay. I think you're right. Um, then I went for a walk. You what? I no. I went outside. The sun touched my skin
0: how unfiltered. Lo- how long has it been?
1: It's been like a week. When was the last time? I, when when did I go get Popeye?
0: Friday. So six days.
1: Okay. Yes. Six days without being outside. I did go up to the roof once.
0: I think I'm going to do that later today. Sit and it's, read on the roof for a little bit.
1: Do it. It's a gorgeous day. It's yeah. not that cold. I yeah. will say that I was like you surprised at how many people were out, specifically on Flatbush. Oh, yes, the yes, street yes. Flatbush. Tons of people. That's All things considered. All
0: things considered. Yeah, that's what was the most challenging thing for me when I went out on Wednesday was the number of people, the park, you could make it work and find your space and keep your distance. But on the sidewalks, it feels a lot harder to keep the six feet of social distance we're supposed to maintain.
1: Because people weren't doing it? No. They really weren't? I I mean, I was actively trying to people, they come, I would even step into the street.
0: Yeah. Yes, I was doing the same. It feels a little difficult to not have that totally like respected as far by everyone as i'm doing
1: yeah yeah that makes sense i mean our street is still very quiet yeah very quiet almost dead as a doorknob i am living for these bracelets you have on what talk to me about these bracelets i think this is the first time i've seen you wear these
0: um yeah okay so for the listeners i'm wearing some rhinestone sparkly bracelets
1: they are gorgeous
0: Thank you. There's just some costume jewelry from a dear friend and coworker named Jeff. And when we're feeling fancy at work, we put these on. He gives them out kind of whenever. He's been a costume designer forever. So he just has all this sparkly stuff laying around. If we need a tiara, if we need some sparkly bracelets, a little bit of glitz in our ears in our life, Jeff always has something for us.
1: Okay, what show is Jeff on? Jeff
0: is a dresser on Dear Evan
1: Hansen. Okay. Jeff... I love, I live, I support this.
0: You would love Jeff. So, as an homage to him, I am wearing my sparkly bracelets. And I'll...
1: Now, is, has there been a, a catalyst for this homage? Were you just thinking of him?
0: I just found one and okay. then I pulled out the other two that I had.
1: Okay, got it, got it. So, got I was got like,
0: it. I need to. But I'm always thinking of them because they're my coworkers, and that's kind of the biggest thing missing in this moment is the ability to see and lean on them the way i would
1: now when you when you work on dear evan hansen do you run the same track every time you go yeah
0: there are only two dressers on dear evan hansen
1: how, how big is the cast eight. i've never se- i have not seen dear evan hansen yet okay
0: dear evan hansen there's an onstage cast of eight
1: okay oh that's a small cast.
0: very small so and it's all
1: modern dress it's
0: all modern dress it's four men and four women so there's one male dresser and one female dresser okay um so
1: you i'm assuming do the female dresser. yes i
0: fill in for the female dresser often it's one of my favorite places to work it's a good show and amazing people and there's the whole show is double cast so there's the eight people on stage and then there's a full eight people running around off stage all the time so it's a pretty
1: why why do they do that
0: it's understudies studies
1: so, that are constantly there
0: yeah just in, just in case Oh, well it, I guess
1: it's a small enough cast where they can do that. Yeah,
0: it's a small enough group that every everything kind of works out that way. And it, and every once in a while people will get like shipped out to the tours and emerge in like emergency uh, situations, yeah, but that's yeah. pretty rare. Okay. But a double cast in the New York building is pretty consistent.
1: I love the music for Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> Me if you too. haven't listened to Dear Evan Hansen, first read the synopsis so you know what is going on. You need to do that. That
0: is an important
1: Note. Yeah, and and in for each song, and then listen to the soundtrack because the music is quite fabulous. Thanks. It's the same people that did the music for um the Greatest Showman. Yes, it so is. So if you like the Greatest Showman and that music, because I thought the music in Greatest Showman was fabulous, me too. Um, you'll like you'll like Dear Evan Hansen, <sighs> and the story for Dear Evan Hansen is very interesting.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. We won't spoil yeah, it. We hope spoil. you'll go and listen yeah. to it, but it's kind or of or
1: come to New York and see it when everything opens back
0: oh up. Oh my gosh, yes, come to New York and see it because it is fabulous it's
1: yeah it's fabulous i'm hoping to be able to see it one of these days but anyway uh what have you been up to this morning adina
0: um i did s factor so i did my dance class in my room lovely class i did a little bit of cleaning cleaning around my room but nothing too exciting i was puttering around enjoying the sun talking to some friends you know, low-key, unexciting morning, but the movement, the dance, felt really good.
1: Good, 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 good. Um, Updates. You got some updates for me?
0: Well, I'm talking to this sweet boy who we've now been on two dates. I'm hoping we get to go on a third soon.
1: Yes, and this is the one we talked about yesterday about possible activities for a video date.
0: Oh, yes. I suppose I haven't come up with any activities, but okay. I just want to see him and talk to him.
1: Fair More than just enough. texting, which Fair is an enough. exciting
0: feeling to have.
1: Uh, last night we had knishes. You made <gasps> knishes, which were, Whoa. oh my God, uh, so good.
0: Thank you. For those who don't know, a knish is pretty much the Jewish version of a dumpling. It's a baked pocket filled with potatoes and caramelized onions.
1: Delicious. I am so proud. You should be. Not only were they delicious, but they were beautiful.
0: Beautiful. They looked
1: like the pictures on the recipe.
0: This was a really fun bake. I highly recommend making them. I used Smitten Kitchen's recipe. So that, okay. you gave- uh,
1: uh, Smitten Kitchen, where you at? You need to become a sponsor <laughs> for our podcast.
0: That's pretty, those are pretty much all my recipes these days are Smitten Kitchen.
1: I guess I just need to go because whenever I want to bake something, uh-huh. I will literally just go to Google and just search and find <laughs> find the first thing that pops up.
0: I often do that, but since I found Smitten Kitchen and how I've tried so many of her recipes, it's always the place I start.
1: Now, a Smitten Kitchen is it? It's not a collection of people's recipes that are submitted. It's one person or or two or three people. Yeah, or something. it's like a.
0: It. Ta- I mean, it comes off as if it's one person. Now she pulls recipes from all different places. And but adapt- it is a
1: curated recipe yes. website. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And
0: I'm pretty sure she's written cookbooks. I like her on Instagram. I think I'm going to make her snickerdoodles at some point because they looked good on Instagram today.
1: Uh, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Stay
0: tuned to hear about how the snickerdoodles came out. Yes. Wow, we've done our recommendations early this show. Well,
1: I have recommendations. Have- I always have a little side books. pocket of recommendations we can right. do. But I have, a, I have an update for you.
0: Yes. Oh, gimme, gimme.
1: Last night... I come out of my room, walk through the hallway, turn the kitchen light on, and I see scurrying.
0: <gasps> oh no. Not
1: one, not two, but all three of the mice that were on the loose, I saw on our kitchen counter. So they're
0: getting bold. Bold.
1: And I'm not okay with it. So I dug and dug and dug and I found two old school mouse traps. Put peanut butter on them, place them on the counter. No dice. No, did not guys. catch anything this morning. the peanut butter was gone though.
0: Oh stupid smart mice.
1: I'm not happy so uh, w- we have
0: some glue traps coming. Yes
1: we went on Amazon We bought some glue traps fingers crossed when they when they come they will do the trick but this is not okay.
0: Can we pause for a second Yeah sorry I just
1: okay so we're ordering what?
0: okay I had okay here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> I have been baking a lot of things as you all know. Um, and I need a pastry brush, like a brush to brush an egg wash on, or something like that. So I just had to put one in my Amazon cart right now. I've just been forgetting.
1: I learned about egg wash. Oh yeah. On the Great British Baking Show.
0: Oh hell yes.
1: Now, I've only well, only ever really watched the first season, but mm. I am. It's a it's a good show.
0: Yes, that is my always recommendation.
1: You know what they? When I learned is that you can't put the egg wash on too early because and then it, it will make it look like your bread or whatever your egg washing is burnt.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah,
1: because the egg wash is very de- the egg is very delicate. And so you want to put it on later wow. so that it doesn't look so black when it's really not actually burnt.
0: Who knew? I didn't know that.
1: Just one of the little things I picked up, but I'm not a baker though. Baking is a science, cooking is an art. I'm not good at either.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can do both, but I'm not good at both. <laughs> I can I can cook an egg though.
0: Yeah. Some fair. people
1: don't know how to boil an egg. I can I can hard boil an egg.
0: All right, that's a good skill. That is a solid skill. I can
1: also do over easy eggs. Oh, yeah, me too. And, of course, scrambled. Scrambled are easy.
0: But But a good over easy egg, a good soft-boiled egg.
1: Mm. Or a hard-boiled egg for me. I've never really done the soft-boiled egg. Oh,
0: I like soft-boiled I like a
1: soft yolk. Oh, okay. I've never really done the soft... I also like poached eggs, but I've never oh, tried doing do yeah. poached eggs.
0: Maybe we we'll, maybe this will be an adventure, a time to learn how to poach, poach eggs.
1: We also talked about wanting to learn how to make chips. Oh, we need to we need to investigate. Should I, should I
0: also add a julienne slicer to what is a julienne slicer? Because we need to be able to slice the potatoes for our chips thin enough. So it's like,
1: oh, you're thinking. this is so funny. You're thinking potato chips. I'm thinking tortilla chips. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> what does that say about each
1: of us? Well, clearly, there's the two different sort of cultures, I guess, maybe. Not necessarily. I mean, because, you know, I'm half Latin.
0: Yeah, I just... Tortilla chips is like you toast pita bread to me, even though that's not really it.
1: Okay, I see where you're coming from. I, I guess maybe I'm partial to, like, a good, uh, a good tortilla chip, because tortilla chips inevitably, you often dip them in things. Oh, and you, love, I a love, a you good love a dip. You love a dip. I love a, a swas. I love a dip.
0: We should make a big seven-layer dip for dinner one time.
1: Stop. Oh my god. Be still my heart. Oh <laughs> my god. I am going to gain 50 pounds when this is all you, done.
0: Okay, you have to find a way to move.
1: I know. Well, today today I went out and had a nice, nice walk. long walk and it was gorgeous and beautiful. Prospect. I mean, I I could have gone another 20 30 minutes, but I was like, well, I should mm. come back and do a couple other things.
0: Yeah, but you're not going to walk every day, are you?
1: Well, you know, I was actually thinking, oh, oh, get ready for this. Hold on to your seat. What? I was thinking about taking up running.
0: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, running.
0: This does not seem like an Edwin thing.
1: Well, exercise in general is not an Edwin thing. Please <laughs> elaborate. I, I just I just don't nah. I just don't exercise. I'm much more of a I'm always moving or going or doing something and That's and I'm for I'm very you. lucky that I have a good metabolism. I know that I'm very blessed in that area. Um, I, I've had a membership to a gym for the last year and have yet to go. I know adina's the, looking at me. You should see I the know. face I am I, making. Listen, I, if looks could kill, or at least like stab me a little bit, it would have happened. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, you had a little bit of that. Uh, I'm just
0: trying to. I
1: don't like gyms.
0: I mean, I'm with you. I take a dance class. Like I, before I found my dance class, I didn't exercise because I didn't find anything that I actually enjoyed doing.
1: I also like to do things with people
0: fair so running's going to be terrible for you
1: absolutely but you know what it was that made me go hmm I should be running <laughs> I was out walking minding my own business and there was this really cute guy that ran <laughs> past me and I was like that looks hot I should do that too <laughs>
0: I did not know. So what maybe I won't it.
1: actually end up doing it, but
0: I did not know what was about to come out of Edwin's mouth. <laughs> but you should see the devilish smile on his face. I knew it was going to be something about some pretty boy <laughs> running by.
1: I mean, who knows how I'm going to feel tomorrow? But if this weather keeps up like it is, I think I'll be much more inclined to just be outside because I, I need something else to fill my day.
0: I have some bad news. We're about to get like
1: three straight days of rain. Well, I guess I won't be running, back. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of running, oh, that was a bad segue. <laughs> nice shot. I was trying to make that segue. Okay, today our subject was going to be travel.
0: Yeah, or significant trips.
1: Or Yes, yeah, significant trips. Uh, things that we can kind of look back on with some sort of... Um, nostalgia or hey that was a big learning experience for us i don't know about you guys but adina and i both enjoy traveling yes you usually make a pilgrimage to india every few years Uh,
0: yeah my stepmother is from india i still have family in india so it's a pretty high priority every couple of years to go there
1: how long do you usually stay when you usually
0: stay for the shortest i've ever stayed is two weeks
1: What's the longest you've ever stayed? I
0: stayed for six months and oh, vol- damn. and volunteered there for a chunk of a summer.
1: That's fabulous. Yeah. Um, when was the first trip that you can remember to India?
0: I was five or six.
1: Do they are they near a big city? Is it more rural? Where where are they? Um, I know a, nothing about the geography the, of um, India. My
0: stepmother is from a state called Kerala in the south of India, but my grandmother now lives in a big city in central southern india it's called bangalore
1: oh what a pretty name
0: yeah it's a huge city it's kind of like silicon valley in india it's a really really a lot of tech heavy work there um it's a pretty normal city like there's nothing too exciting there but it's a nice place to go visit there's a lot of cool there's enough cool things to do and it's where all my family lives so it's always nice to spend time there
1: what do you like to do when you go there
0: sometimes we kind of just
1: hang out well you're you are there to visit yeah we spend
0: time with family there are a few like things we like like touristy things we like to do there are some markets that are really cool there are kind of mini road trips for like we'll like drive a few hours to go to a location nearby a really cool temple or a hike or something like that um we eat a lot we have a lot of favorite restaurants and favorite foods to eat
1: oh i mean i'm always i mean that to me that's a huge part of travel Traveling and experiencing
0: is, a place yeah, yeah the oh food for
1: sure. is 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 integral to the culture mm mm-hmm. is that the right was that the integral, right word Yeah, yeah Integral. absolutely it's connected it's part of the culture absolutely um
0: what is your clearest memory of like mixing food and culture on a trip food
1: and culture Are, on a trip i like
0: having that experience of feeling like so filled by or like experiencing a culture through its food
1: um <clears throat> So this is a very small thing, but it it sticks out. It was very impressionable to me. Yeah. So you talk about your pilgrimage to India every few years for family. My pilgrimage Uh every year for a long time growing up was to a small town in the state of New York, Jamestown, where my mother's side of the family is from, the Puerto Rican side. And my grandmother, may she rest in peace, would growing up would always have a pot of arroz con gandules on the stove, which is, uh, rice with beans. Uh huh. And it's it's this uh it's rice with a bunch of red sauces and other fixins inside of it. Very hearty, very rich, very wet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Rice, and that was always on the stove, either that she had made that day or it was a day or so old. She just kind of left it out, and yeah. we would just eat from and every meal we would just add a little rice to our plate, whatever it was, and that was that was kind of my earliest and most impressionable memory of food, travel and culture. Interesting. So it's
0: Puerto Rican food found in a small town in New York.
1: Yeah. But I mean the only Puerto Rican <laughs> I mean, that that town is mostly white people. Yeah. And I don't really know of any other I mean, whenever we would go, I would spend time with my family there and I didn't know anybody else outside of that so my view was limited in terms of what went on and and the demographics of the city but it was mostly you know white people with my Puerto Rican side of the family that was there.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Do you have fond memories of those trips?
1: Oh oh the fondest of memories. I mean I, I always looked forward to Going to Jamestown and seeing family, seeing my grandmother, seeing my cousins and aunts and uncles. I have a fabulous family. I have an absolutely fabulous family. Warm, loving. They're they're fabulous. We would go for two weeks every year. But as time went on, and after my dad lost his job at Dippin' Dots and things were a lot tighter yeah. financially, and we had to forego our yearly pilgrimage to Jamestown. So we didn't really do that. And when they started doing that again, I had already left the house. So Gotcha. That, yeah. Um, besides India, though. Yeah. What are some of your favorite places that you've ever been able to visit? I
0: feel like some of my favorite places I've encountered on road trips through the United States.
1: I mean, the United States has a lot to offer yeah. in terms of travel and things to do and I've, see
0: driven various portions of like across the country multiple times so new york to santa fe or la to santa fe santa fe to milwaukee milwaukee to new jersey so i've kind of driven these big swaths of the u.s at different times with different people and i have pretty magical memories attached to those road trips
1: would you do them with family or friends or combination
0: did one with my mom one with my dad and one with one of my best friends from high school
1: do you have like an adventure story like oh my gosh we were going here and our car broke down or something
0: we got so lost in the mountains of colorado
1: oh like we ended up driving
0: practically through people's backyards
1: i'm sorry wait what how okay (laughs) wait what
0: so we my best friend from college and i from high school excuse me hi avi if you're listening We decided to drive. He accompanied me New York to Santa Fe so we could spend time together. But we decided to drive through Colorado because there are such beautiful outdoor things to do. There were some national parks I wanted to catch. So we go by this park and kind of end up driving in this park and decide to drive through a park instead of on a highway.
1: Did we have GPS at this time? Yeah. Talk to me about the technology. We had GPS. We had Google Maps. We had, we had Google
0: Maps, but no GPS. So if we didn't have cell service, we didn't have maps. Oh, cute. And we ended up that in the middle of nowhere on such small dirt roads. We were stopping and asking for directions constantly. And then we were suddenly in people's backyards, driving through farmland. It was wild. How I long were you was lost? Horrified. Um, maybe an hour?
1: Oh, that's not too bad. No, no, no. Not too bad. I oh, think. Okay.
0: It wasn't forever, but it was one of those completely wild experiences of like, following the maps, following with, combined with the directions people told us. Oh, now we're on a dirt road in someone's backyard. No trespassing signs and this and that. <gasps> like,
1: well, oh my God. Yeah, what kind of car were you driving? A
0: Toyota Prius. So yeah. not, Oh,
1: okay. All right. All right.
0: Yeah, but not some super capable 4x4 <laughs> driving on these dirt roads. No, for roads. sure.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: We eventually got out. That's my clearest, like, kind of crazy memory. But just the scenery of the national parks across the US.
1: Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah,
0: that was a really powerful thing to
1: me. One of my so I so I did a solo cross-country road trip. Solo. Wow. Let me set the stage for Please you. Please do. I am 22-ish. Mm-hmm. I think I just graduated college. Yeah. And I have to travel to Santa Maria, California for my internship at PCPA. Okay. So I'm driving from the middle of Kentucky. Okay. All the way to the central coast of California.
0: All right. So driving on your own. Yes. 22. Kentucky to California.
1: Yes. In a four-door red 96 Prism that already has, I want to say, like... Almost 100,000 miles on it. When, when I retired the car, it had like 200,000 miles on it. Wow. Um, it was front wheel drive, no automatic door locks. My air conditioning was broken.
0: Oh, no. When were you driving? And oh, I so had summer. no
1: radio. My radio was also broken. Oh, my gosh. So what I did... So you are <laughs>
0: driving cross country in a broken down car.
1: <laughs> yes. Through the deserts of Arizona... And Nevada and New Mexico. Burning up. It is. But let me tell you, though, Adina, it was fabulous. Wind it was in your boards, hair. When, honey, I would roll those windows down. I got. That's when the little iPod nanos were out. Uh-huh. So I put my headphones in because I didn't have radio. I have very clear memories of blasting... Uh, Barbara Streisand's Don't tell me not to live Just sit and putta. And I was singing At the top of my lungs Windows down Don't Through rain on the desert <laughs> Don't rain on my parade And I was just having The time of my life Alright so not so
0: bad That the AC didn't work
1: No I mean When you're driving 70 miles And I could not go past 70 miles an hour In my car Side note. <laughs> because then, then my car would start to, like, do this weird shaky thing, and it freaked me out. I'm like, okay, no. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, can't <God>. do that. <laughs>
0: I kind of can't believe you made it in this. I
1: can't believe I made it back. I drove back in that same car. The only How difference many years is... Later? Oh, and by the way, also, I had no cruise control. This... I, I, 2000... This was the... So I, gradu- I ended up graduating the summer of 2011. So I went... No, leading up to the... No, yeah. So, I was going for the summer of 2011. So, it was 2011. For my internship, yes. So, I graduated did you have a cell that... phone? Of course I had a cell phone. But it was... It wasn't a smartphone. No, 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 no. I had the little Garmin GPS. You know, the ones like yes. the touchscreen you put in your window? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I know exactly... Exactly what you're talking about. I can... Picture that I can like smell that.
1: (laughs) It does have a smell.
0: I mean, especially because cornfields, cattle fields, Mm -hmm. desert—like you're just hitting so many. That to me, so many places and so many landscapes. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. That have such distinct personalities. That of course, windows open, no AC. That's what you get. (laughs)
1: I ended up having a tan on the left side of my body. Oh, of course. (laughs)
0: From Um, the sun. Of course. Especially because you're driving by yourself. At least Avi and I could switch off. I I love road trips, but doing it with someone else is really what it's about.
1: Oh, absolutely. Especially when you're with somebody that is as much there for it as you are. Yeah. It really makes it a fabulous experience. Now, do you... When you've done road trips though, has it always been with sort of a a work destination or have you ever gone on no, voluntary. Okay. We
0: I we've gone on like just vacation trips for sure. Both kind of around around California. Mm-hmm. And then my mom and I did a road trip through Scotland a couple of years ago.
1: Ooh. Okay, first let's touch on California and then let's go to Scotland. The and because what I want to say about California is California road tripping
0: amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, we drove up the Pacific Coastal Highway, which on is on the 101. On right? the 101, yeah. which is a highway along the coast of California and it is
1: gorgeous. Breathtaking. Oh.
0: Mountains and oceans and wineries and just like one beautiful beach after another it is magical
1: do you are there any beaches that stick out in your mind I mean
0: Big Sur California that's okay the, yeah that's the town yeah, that's the fabulous. place that's yeah. the waterfall I have tattooed on my thigh and that's also so Big Sur California is between Santa Barbara and San Francisco yes it is a state park not a national park it is ocean on one side mountains on the other there are art galleries and campsites and cabins you can stay in and hot springs and it also is the center of a lot of beatnik literature and in college i was really into the beatniks like jack kerouac and um, okay you were
1: speaking in language that i beatniks i don't know what this is oh my gosh call me stupid i have no idea what you do you know the book
0: on the road by no, Jack Kerouac? No. Oh, well, maybe I'll give you a book to read.
1: <laughs> that can be your recommendation for me.
0: Yeah, I'll recommend that to you. It's it's a book. and it's What is a-
1: beatnik? What does that mean?
0: Um, Okay, a beatnik, according to my quick Google, because I want to get this right, is a young person in the 1950s or early 1960s belonging to a subculture associated with the beat generation. And the beat generation, it's kind of these black clad, Poetry reading, urban literary intellectuals often. But it, that's where I got romance, started romanticizing road trips because a lot of these people who hitchhike their way to these crazy stories.
1: So like the boxcar children.
0: But adults, who are drunk.
1: <laughs> that is my homeschool upbringing version of what a beatnik is, is. the boxcar children. <laughs> um,
0: but like adults who...
1: They smoke and they drink. And they
0: smoke and they drink. And, you know, they're from the city, but they go to, you know, work their way across the country to discover new things. And they're tortured artists. and
1: Oh, I love this, though. Yeah. I love this. Oh, I'm going to give you On the Road. Okay. Yeah. Sober. I was like, this sounds so fun. Jack
0: Kerouac wrote a book called Big Sur. Okay. That was specifically about his connection to this place, Big Sur.
1: Did they make a movie out of that, too?
0: I think On the Road, yes.
1: Okay. Maybe we should look that up later. Anyway, okay. Big Sur. You love Big Sur. I love I Big never Sur. got up to Big Sur, but I've seen pictures and it's gorgeous. Do
0: you have a favorite beach or place in California?
1: I Do- have not necessarily favorite, so much as uh, memories associated with my life out there. Uh, living in Santa Maria, there's nothing terribly exciting about the town. I met some amazing people there and people that I'm still friends with, but... We would go every Monday, Mm -hmm. uh, the theater more or less, because that was also the the dark day as well. So we would go after work, after everybody was done, Uh a group of us would drive to Avila Beach. Uh Or no, not Avila, Pismo Beach. Oh,
0: yes. I've heard of Pismo Beach. And
1: we would play volleyball on the beach and watch the sunset.
0: That's so beautiful. And
1: then we would go to this uh, little cafe. I believe it was called Splash?
0: Some Splash Pismo Beach. Are you still
1: there? I th- I think so. I know there was also a club in New York called Splash. Uh, maybe I'm getting them mixed up, but I'm pretty sure it was called Splash. But uh, we would go there and we would get their clam chowder bread bowls all together as a group, and we would all and we would carpool there and carpool back, and it was always just a wonderful fun time. You would come back and you would yes. have the ocean on your skin and you would smell like salt water. There is and...
0: such joy in the like beaches and outdoor places in California. Oh, for sure.
1: yeah. Yeah. Avila, though, was where we would have the bonfires. Oh Yeah.
0: That's really sweet.
1: Yeah. Um, But yeah, okay. So that's California. Then you, Scotland. You did a tour in Scotland, a road trip with your mom?
0: Yeah. We did a road trip in the highlands of Scotland.
1: Now, is this pre, during, or post- Outlander.
0: Outlander was already popular, but I hadn't watched it. Okay. So part of our experience was actually driving to all these places and people being like, oh, do you watch Outlander? And us being saying, "Mm, no. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But loving the Scottish Highlands and Scottish culture anyway.
1: It looks gorgeous. Oh my God. We
0: fell in love with the Highlands. It was magical and beautiful. The Isle of Skye is one of the most beautiful places I've ever encountered.
1: How long was your trip?
0: Ten days. Oh, that's
1: that's a good amount of time.
0: Yeah, we went to Edinburgh, Inverness, Isle of Skye, and Oban.
1: I know of Inverness only because of of Outlander.
0: Yeah, and it was beautiful. We went to castles. We went on hikes. We went to the fairy pools on the Isle of Skye. We ate the most incredible food. We met the most wonderful people.
1: What is A highlight or a favorite? favorite The the Isle of Skye. Okay. Just
0: our three days there. I wish we could have stayed there for two weeks.
1: What? Was it just that it was so beautiful? It was so
0: beautiful and I felt so connected to this tiny town and then to the nature around us. It felt like it was so beautiful to just drive a little bit and find these beautiful natural wonders. Mountains and cliffs and it was magical. I wish we could have stayed to hike there more. I did.
1: Sometimes it, it... it surprises me how appreciative and willing, and how much you enjoy the outdoors and hiking and that kind of thing.
0: How much I enjoy it? As yeah. A- oh. No
1: shade. No shade. No.
0: Because um, uh, I feel like such a city person, but yeah, I love, I love hiking. I love I being do outside. Too. Yeah. It, I love being near bodies of water, and this is an island, so you're encountering water left, right, and center. Right. It grounds me.
1: There, there is something about being outside and not to sound frou or whatever but being in nature that is very it forces you i feel like to just relax
0: yeah i i mean i agree a hundred percent and that's always been my experience when jews travel to israel a big emphasis is hiking and spending time oh with, really yeah and or at least my experience spending time with the land that is our quote home so that emphasis i mean it's been my whole life
1: okay because my next this is a perfect segue because my next question for you was have you traveled somewhere that was had any sort of connection to who you are adina in terms of your your heritage your background and you talk about you mentioned a trip to israel
0: yeah i mean i guess trips to israel trips to india um so kind of even though I'm not Indian, it, my stepmom has been in my life since I was about two. So that has always been a very significant connection to me. So Israel and India are kind of the closest places to my, quote, background that I access.
1: When did you first visit Israel? I was five. Okay.
0: My mom took me when I was young. It was beautiful. I, I mean, I still have joyful memories, not necessarily specific memories, but joyful memories from that trip.
1: Have, have you been only one time? No, I've
0: been, I've been quite a few times. Okay. I've been very lucky. I've been very lucky that my mom's gone for work and been able to take me. Um, same question for you.
1: For me, it would be going to Puerto Rico for the first time. I I did not grow up Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. I grew up Christian. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of people, they they have this identity of who they are. Um people who are black in their black culture, people who are Indian in the Indian culture, people who are Latin in the Latin culture. Yeah. I didn't grow up Puerto Rican with Puerto Rican culture or Korean with Korean culture. I grew up Christian. Cr- that was my culture. That was my life. That was that my was background.
0: The only identity option you yes. were shown.
1: Yeah. And um, I, I always wanted to go to Puerto Rico because why not? But my mother never went. She never really made any sort of indication that she wanted to go or take us as kids. But when my grandmother passed, God bless her soul, I found myself with this sort of f- feeling as though there was a part of my culture and history that had also died as well. Yeah. And I did not want to let any more time go by. Oh, my gosh, my damn computer. Um, I didn't want to let any more time go by without being able to experience that.
0: So when did you go?
1: I, I went for the first time to Puerto Rico. Um, it had just turned 2019. It had just turned
0: 2019? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it, so that was, was only was a year, but a bit ago. Yeah. Wow.
1: So at the age of 31...
0: You went to Puerto Rico? I finally went
1: to Puerto Rico for the first time. I went by myself with a friend. I wanted my mother to go with me, but she didn't care to go um and i it invited another puerto rican aunt of mine but that didn't work out so i was like you know what screw it i'm just going to go by myself I have family down there that I had never met before. So I reached out to them and got to meet them for the first time. I
0: feel like I want to do a whole episode about this trip for you. This specific trip.
1: We can totally do it. Because
0: this is such an interesting thing and we have seven minutes left on my timer. Oh
1: my gosh, already? Already. Our time is already up. Oh my gosh. Okay. We will save the rest of that for another time. Because
0: this, I... I know a little bit about this trip for Edwin, but this I know this to be such an integral part of your experience over the past couple of years. So I just think people who love you would love to hear more about it.
1: I, I appreciate that. Um,
0: and people who don't love you because someone, <laughs> someone who exploring their roots is just a beautiful story.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which we, we can talk all about roots uh, with that one because that, that, that was an interesting experience. Positive, all positive, but interesting. Um, okay, Adina, you got any... You got any recommendations for me?
0: I think I want to... On the Road. If you have not read On the, the, the road. road by Jack Kerouac, I would give it a read.
1: It's a beatnik. Yeah. I learned that today. I,
0: and I'm going to bring a copy to Edward as soon as we are done recording.
1: Fabulous. Um. Okay. So the book. Yeah. Uh, my recommendations are the TV show The Real O'Neills. Awesome. It's never it's not on anymore, but you can purchase it on like Amazon or whatever. There are two seasons. It's fabulous. And then the artist and music of Donny Hathaway.
0: What style is this?
1: Kinda, it, uh soul. It's soul music. Oh my god. That Kinda sounds like beautifully oldful, calming. Like, he died pretty young. Um, I, th- I think he died in the 60s or 70s, I think.
0: That sounds beautiful. Thanks but for yeah. that beautifully calming recommendation today on this sunny Thursday afternoon. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening.
1: Shh. Follow us on Instagram, Diaries of a COVID-19 Affair. Email us at gmail.com.
0: Share this with your friends. Give us a like.
1: Yes, great. So like.
0: much for listening. We love you. Bye-bye.
1: <laughs>